This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Podcast. If you or someone in your family has been injured at work, visit mej.com.au. Hit 104.7. Now, Ned, um, on Facebook Marketplace, I've been conducting myself as the businessman that I think the world can be grateful I actually am not. Um, I'm not in business. You and I do this job. This is our job. Um, I'm not making deals. I'm not not closing. closing. I'm not signing my name on dotted lines, particularly at the moment. Um, You also don't even know how to really describe what business is by the sounds of it either. No. So you're out of the loop. That's true. And, (laughs) And the interesting thing for me here is the only way I ever get to live a lifestyle of a high-flying businessman is on Facebook Marketplace. It's fun. You get to like run a little on- online garage sale where um, you're yeah. just like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm this one I'm putting it up for. Barter with you with me if you'd like. We'll come to a, neg- a negotiated price. And I take on a bit of a different persona when it becomes, right. when, I, when I get into Facebook Marketplace mode. A money I be- man. I become Josh Gecko. <laughs> Is good. Greed is good. Greed is right. <laughs> Greed is right. <laughs> works. Yeah. Greed works. Yeah. And that's my theory have when it comes seen, to Facebook marketplace. I don't, have you seen Wall Street? Only the first half. Um, yeah, but, I, that actually really <laughs> checks out. <laughs> no, so I get into negotiation mode. I try and get the best deal for myself when I'm selling something. I try and get the best deal from somebody when I'm buying something. But I like to be polite. I like to be above board. I definitely don't ever lie to anybody on Facebook yeah, marketplace. But I also eventually run out of patience. If somebody's just asking way too many yeah. questions, it's like, here it is, mate. Either take it or leave it type yeah. situation. You don't need to know everything about it. I am trying to sell my camera on Facebook Marketplace yeah. at the moment, and it's been a multi-week uh, journey. Endeavor. I am desperate for the money at this point. I just need a bit of cash flow. Yeah. So I have taken the price down $300 than where it initially was okay. to the absolute bargain basement of what I will take for this camera. Would you have taken $300 less than what you advertised it for uh, like a month ago? No. Wow. I would have okay. taken, taken $250. And I thought, well, if we're arguing over $50, bucks, let us just yeah. get the $300 knocked off now yep. and we'll see what happens. There has been this guy who has been messaging me ever since I first put the camera up. So this has been about three weeks now, yeah. back and forth, asking questions about the camera, shut account, all this sort of stuff about a camera. Very detailed tech specs. I've been very accommodating, answering these questions. There are a lot of questions that come along with cameras. I took the $300 off yesterday, and and I went... All right, well, let's just watch the offers flood in now. Because yeah. yeah, it, Facebook does that thing where it tells you that, like, 200 people are watching this item. Yeah. So I'm like, once I take this extra 100 off, it's going to just be sold. Also, if you say that you're interested in something, it will give you a little notification yep. that goes like, hey, something you're interested to is now $300 yep, cheaper. Exactly. And you go like, ooh, okay. This guy has come back to me yesterday and gone and asked a few more questions. He's just asked the few questions maybe he had remaining about sure. this camera. And I've replied in my... No nonsense, non-negotiating. I said, mate, with the price this is now, I really don't want to talk about this anymore. I said, yeah. you can either buy it or not buy it and yeah. move along, is yeah. what I said to him. <laughs> okay. And this Good guy, business dealing. Yeah, I said, buy yeah. it or move along, yeah. is what I said. Yeah. Because I've been answering this guy's questions for a month, basically. And then this guy who I'm figuring has been wasting my time, the sure. jerk in my chain. Yeah, he wants to just know about cameras. Replies, I'm very interested. I'll ask my mum when she gets home. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you'd been dealing. I've been tough talking with a child. Yeah. (laughs) That's not a great look. It's terrible. (laughs) It's absolutely terrible. This kid's just really excited about maybe getting a camera, wants to know everything about it, which was totally me when I was 14 years old. Yep. I feel like now you just have to go, great, guess what, guess what, mate? Brand new price. It's free. Please come and take it so that I can get to sleep at night. Now that I know that rich parents are involved, I'm up at the price again. That's what's happening. (laughs) 
Josh, um, sometimes people take on too much uh, or too many jobs at once and it just <laughs> spreads them a little thin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they <laughs> do. Uh, and sometimes you just can't handle it at all. But I tell you who no, absolutely can handle it yes. is Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman is a master of this. He is. Uh, He's hosting the Oscars, filming a movie, and I think on Broadway all at the same time at one point. Actors and actresses are very, very good at this. They're Mm -hmm. just going like, you know what? I've got four movies that I'm filming at once, and I've just got to be a different person at different times of different days. such a stretch on your brain. Oh, I can't imagine the mental bandwidth you must need for something like that. But at the moment, as you said, he's obviously a huge fan of being in Broadway because he's currently doing one in New York City called The Music Man. He's been doing that for a while, because when you and I were in New York he was uh, there. In, in the middle of the year, the big banner was up. It was Hugh Jackman, the music man. I was looking around everywhere in New York to see if I could see him, because I feel like he He would, lives there. He yeah. does live there, and I feel like he would have more of uh, an affinity to two Australian tourists. Mm. Like, yo, Huey, what's up, mate? <laughs> Probably not if you said it like that, yeah, but no. <laughs> I feel like he would go like, oh, Australians, yeah. that's kind of fun. And then if you weren't pestering him and just like, great to see you, mate, good on you. Thanks for all the stuff. <laughs> thanks for the goodwill you've given yeah, Australia over for the last, a, hell, 40 years. An ambassador for us. Exactly right. But at the moment, he's doing the music, man. But also in huge news in, uh, in any nerd's life at the moment, Deadpool 3 is going to be featuring Hugh Jackman as Wolverine again, even though yeah. he said he was done. He's coming back for one last time. But that means that he's having to get into Wolverine's shape again, yeah. which if you have seen that... How old's Hugh? My God. He's, I'd say he's like 58. No. You don't not reckon? that old. No. Uh, maybe... I'd say, okay, 51? I'd say, I'd say like 50, yeah. Let's go 53. He's 54. You were, wow. You were some way closer than I thought you were. He's 54. So he's going to get into Wolverine's shape with six years away from 60 on the yeah. clock. That's very impressive. It is incredibly impressive. And it's taking a toll on his... Other job, the music man job, because he's obviously, because he is nearly 55, he's having to put a lot more work into it than, say, a 30-year-old Hugh Jackman would, where he's like, all right, I'll start working out five months beforehand and I will be absolutely beyond shredded in, uh, so, by so that the, time. The music man is also going to look like he's he's yoked on the juice. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be that buff. Like well, that. What's the music man doing in his spare time? Yeah, Jesus. The music man looks like he's doing more than just music. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> that's actually what I want to talk about because apparently because he's been doing this and he's been peeling into some protein shakes at the moment, he's bulking up a lot, uh, up a lot more than I think he anticipated because he's had to uh, apologize to his tailor, his, the cast members of the music man and his wife uh, because he keeps ripping pants. He's doing the music, man, and because he's getting so big... He's doing dance moves. He's doing yeah. dance moves, and he was like, I was up there the other night, and I could feel, I could hear Velcro start to creak, yeah. and then I tore... I made an 18-inch tear in my pants. Wow. Didn't and need to give the size. That I think he wanted to just show, I'm yeah. getting big, guys. I'm so living these, up to my name of huge jack man. Is, the, is, these, um, is, this, is this tear happening because of the size of the legs? Yeah. You would have to imagine. Yeah. But that's what I meant. It's like, I don't think anyone's really looking at Wolverine's legs. That's what I, I think, too. Wolverine him, wears pants. Yeah. Like, he wears you long pants. He, he does often, he finds himself quite often in a tank top. Yeah. No one's ever going, like, rip the denim off, mate. Let's yeah. see. Let's see those baby cows. It's an upper body business brother why is he yeah. not why is he not just working like oh yeah if you were ever gonna skip leg day yeah it, it, this is the golden opportunity he said to his stage manager uh he said he went backstage he had two minutes mm. like where they were like and scene and he ran off and then he just started screaming new pair of pants new pair of pants yeah and he's like it's he, in his mind which i you know what i very much agree with he said i'd feel like it's better to go on with a split pair of pants than no pants at all yeah 
Very odd for the crowd to just be like, all right, I guess the music man's now in his undies. The music man's now the nudie man, and I don't really understand this. That also being said, feel like a majority of the crowd would also be completely fine with that as well. Not not too upset. I I love the fact that he's gone back and started screaming, uh, new pair of pants, new pair of pants, because the way Broadway songs are named, the band in the orchestra pit might have been like, is that a new number? Are we going? The new pair of pants song? All right, here we go. (laughs) There's a new pair of pants. (laughs) Yeah. Josh, um, there's been a trend going around uh, museums and uh, wherever they hold, like galleries, I guess, because mm. it's paintings and stuff, but of people just going to these places and throwing paintings on, uh, sorry, throwing soup and food and whatever on very, very valuable paintings. So your Monet's, your um, Picasso's, I think there's been so many. Van, Van Gogh's. Gogh's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, most recently, there was one that was thrown at uh, like the very, very famous sunflower painting, the Van Gogh sunflower painting. Mm. It seems like it's all for the Just Stop Oil yep. um, movement, which, you know what? At the end of the day, I agree with. Mm. But I also struggle to find the connection with Van Gogh, who died like 200 years ago, and what his involvement in oil was. I'll make the old connection for you. It's not about him at all. No, it's a, I know. It's I'm about, aware. It's about <laughs> just getting attention to this cause. Which, yeah. And this is it's the same as people that like block off traffic of people on the way to work. Yeah. And all that. It's like... This is this is what it must be so frustrating for. The, I I kind of see both sides of the coin. It must be so frustrating for them because they're so passionately into this. They're trying to do some act, like they're being activists for this cause. Yeah. That everyone just seems to be ignoring. Like yeah, we are marching towards the end of a cliff. Yes. Like every scientist says it. Yep. And we're all just living our lives. So it must be maddening to them. But. Then when they do stuff like this, we're all going on the other side of the coin. Yeah. We know. Yeah. But what do you want us to do that we're not already doing? Exactly We've right. got the pigtailed light bulbs. We're recycling. Yeah. We're doing all the things we can do on a consumer level. We're trying to do. Yeah, I don't think the onus is necessarily on the everyday person to, I mean, I'm always separating my things to my like recycling yep. from my regular just general trash. The billionaire oil tycoon yeah. is he's taking a helicopter to work. Exactly, he's not on yeah. the road. You're not stopping him from getting to work. Exactly right. And so I just feel like these beautiful works of art that were done by people who had no concept of yep. this movement. Uh, while I agree, getting attention is important. Wrong way to go about this it. This is crazy to me because also the money involved. Like there's a hundred million dollar Van Gogh. Yeah. Oh no, not the Van Gogh one. The other the one Monet that had one. the mashed potatoes thrown yeah. on it. It's worth a hundred million dollars. I will say that they usually do put glass in front of them. Oh, so. Okay. So these. So the, the the pictures I'm seeing here, yeah. there's glass. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Like, okay, because right. a lot of people, I mean, if you just had it out in the open, a lot of people, someone could just go like lick their thumb and then go yes. and then smudge mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. Mr. Bean style, yes. Mr. Bean's Vacation or whatever movie that the bean was. Movie. The Bean movie. That's he right. Yeah. on Whistler's mother. Exactly right. So I feel like they're putting glass in front of them. So uh, their, their frames are destroyed because they have tomato soup oh, on they're them. They're classy frames though. But they are. They're, they're, honestly, the frames would be worth a couple of thousand dollars, but also <laughs> people get stressed because they don't know... I I don't know for a fact that they're behind mm-hmm. glass. I just know that that's usually the way that they go when they get yeah. paintings. Here's the solution for galleries and, and museums around the entire globe. Mm-hmm. If someone's coming in with a container of mashed potatoes and soup, don't let them in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How's this happened more than twice? Yeah. Okay, the first point. time it happens, yep. you go, oh, geez, what the hell? And then the next time you go, well, maybe they're just... Coming for a lovely bit of soup at a museum, yeah. which is very odd. It's an odd. It's an odd time to eat that meal, and I would say that you know, stop letting them in. Yeah, yeah. Especially because yeah. this is the other thing. Because they are, are a part of this movement and want to get their message out there, they're also all wearing just stop oil shirts. Yeah. So if you, I would imagine the, there were jumpers on top of them. I first. agree, yeah. but if it's like maybe we just do a quick 
Just a zip down, yep. show okay. us your shirt. Okay, very good. Yep. Also, how how many how many canisters of soup do you have on you? Think, yep. Unfortunately, you meet the criteria of people who are going around doing this thing. We cannot let you in. I feel terrible for the soup community yes, because obviously they don't deserve this. these people are going to ruin it for everybody else. And you, I love you, soup. Not going to be able to sit there and look at the Mona Lisa while having a, a bowl of soup. <laughs> But I will also say, I think they're a very much a minority, this community. I don't know a lot of people that would have been going into the Louvre with, uh, with soup to enjoy while looking at the art. Maybe uh, for the year, they the rest of the year, or maybe for the next year. They just take the L and have to have their soup yep. outside and then go and enjoy no, paintings. No, no, I've got the solution. It's like an international flight. Only certain amount of mills of soup you're yeah. allowed to take in. Or we uh, have a desert, like, like outside of yeah. airports, a designated soup area yeah, yeah, where yeah. you can go and have soup and it's far, far away from bring, all of the other things. If you want to bring the soup in, it needs to be in a travel container and it's more like a shot of soup. That's all you're going to be allowed to have. Josh, uh, I frequent the Woolies in Franklin. Um, it's a great little shop. It's a great place to just like duck in and out of and don't really have to, you don't have to like pull into a car park and go up a travelator and then whatever else. It's just you can literally pop in, pop out, get all the stuff you need. Yes. Um, there is a sign that's gone up in Woolies Franklin that I have taken notice of and I feel like it's not not good enough, for lack of a better phrase. Okay, all right. So what is going on is that Woolies and Franklin have decided to do something quite nice, actually. it's uh, definitely has the right intention. They're deciding to host like a Halloween costume party that will be judged and there will be prizes given out. Fantastic. Which I think is absolutely fantastic. I like think the more businesses that get on board with this whole concept of Halloween, the more parents will be like, I know it's an American tradition, but it's also just good fun at the end of the day. I think day. our parents are the last generation of parents resisting Halloween. It's now our parents are loving it. Now. Exactly right. So far, we all are on board with all of the other holidays that are very much American traditions as well. Halloween's the last one to fall, and it honestly is the best one. So I don't know why it's got such a struggle, but as you said, I feel like it's very, very close to being there. What's your problem with this then? Because everything sounds right up your alley so far. It is right up my alley. That is my problem. This is perfect for me. I could think of about 50 different costumes that I honestly think would appeal to the judges quite well. I can do things from the 80s, the 90s, even now. i got hella costumes. My problem is that on the sign it says that this will be for under 12s only. Outrageous. Why? Why, why, why? Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. Outrageous. It's the same as when I go to Disneyland or Movie World or really any theme park and they tell me, well, there's kids here, so mm. get out of the way. You need to let them through. And, God, we've got to think about the children. Why? I paid to get in here. Oh, did they, they, didn't. Did they, they pay? Didn't. Yeah. Just because some kid's thrown a sheet over his head and cut two eye holes out and he's meant to be a ghost and he's going, ooh, what about my costume? Yeah. I brought a hoverboard that was from Back to the Future <laughs> that costs... I won't say it because it really will, it will make me seem like I've lost touch with the common man, but mm. I spent way too much money on that over a decade ago, and I still remember the price. I'll be very clear here, and this is not complaining, we don't get paid anywhere near enough money to have lost touch with the common man, so this is you've spent hard-earned money on this. I spent money, and this is it. It was money before I even had this job. It was <laughs> when I worked in a coffee shop and had no money to spend. I would blow the judges, quite frankly, clean away. Mm. And the fact that I'm not allowed to, yeah. maybe my costume should be an 11 year old i don't know how <laughs> maybe i'll be like i'm big i'm tom hanks from big so tech i'm an 11 year old in a 27 year old sad sad man's body God, that fake a mustache is little so, dude it's so realistic how is it actually attached to your face let's tug on it yeah. oh my god it'll be like scooby-doo he's 27 get him out of here <laughs> can i quickly say that i am 
And it's been to the point where people have contacted us, our Instagram, um, <laughs> at Ned and Josh, yeah. um, to show their own charcuterie boards off. Yeah. I, I'm a charcuterie board aficionado. I enjoy a charcuterie board. I make I'd say them. enthusiast, but I know what you... Yes, let's say aficionado. Were you at, at all... Here's uh, a little behind-the-scenes camera. Last I Saturday. Yeah, I know. And I don't want to make it about this, but I just have a question for you. Uh, last Saturday, I invited everyone around for a party, some board games, a couple of drinks, and mm-hmm. I put on a, a, a charcuterie board. Yeah. Were you threatened at all by it? God, no. Yeah. I, it thought, was, it was, I thought it was wonderful. Yeah. I thought it was really well done. It's not the kind of charcuterie that you put on. No, I know. But I, I thought it was great, and yeah. I thought what it did well was... Uh, the, the amount of twiggy sticks that I've often been accused of not having enough of, yeah. you doubled down on that. I so did. now I've actually been able to see what you would like in terms of quantity. Yeah. And so my next charcuterie board will be improved because I, I got to see the twiggy sticks and go, okay, so that's what people expect. To me, that's way too many. But <laughs> at the same at the same time, I think that's what... It was very popular. They were all gone. So everyone was happy. I tell you what I like about charcuterie boards. It's like a thumbprint. Everyone's mm-hmm. got a unique twist on it because yep. I uh, go for more of dips and stuff. I had hummus. Yeah, you did. I had, had some, some French onion. Had some nice dips, yeah. I had some pesto. I had some capskin that I didn't even bring out of the fridge. But you, I think, more favour the your cured meats. The meats. A lot more salami. It's a, it's a bit of a, a tale of you and I just in general. I'm bringing more meat. But that's that's neither here nor there. Yeah. The point okay, I'm trying no, to make here, make Ned, is um, I have seen a TikTok trend yeah. that <laughs> is... An abomination, and I am happy to say that because I am such a big fan of the charcuterie board. Yeah, there is a lady who is just basically—it's it's called a butter board. Mm-hmm. It's basically a new craze where you get the charcuterie board, you lather it in butter, you lather it in other spices, also basically you turn the charcuterie board into a giant dip tray. Yeah, and then you can dip off of this thing with yeah. your, with your crackers or your biscuits. Spread your bon, your bread. You can have a little bit of butter. You, I know this why you disgusting. hate it. Yeah, this I is know. this is yeah. a disgrace. But you don't even like butter. No, I hate butter. Yeah, so, so that's, what I'm that's saying, the yeah. first problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The second problem is this is not. There's no artistry to this. Like you know, there's no. I'm just taking a look at this. It looks like someone's just vomited onto a wooden board. Yeah, look, the like, photo that they've supplied is not great. No, it looks pretty awful. There's no artistry whatsoever. But, and with the charcuterie, you you lay it out. And yeah, you, I want my charcuterie. The goal with the charcuterie boards that I make is that the animals that died to make the meat <laughs> would look at it and go, "That's pretty classy." At least this guy's shown us a little bit of respect. I'm appalled with what's going on here. Yeah, but it looks good. That's, exactly. That, at least that, I'm presented in a way that's yeah. nice. <laughs> Josh, my friend Mia lives on a farm uh, and has a pet rat, okay? Okay. Um, not a pet I would get, but apparently people tell me that they're very, very smart, very loving. Um, I don't know a few people with pet rats. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, I just, I just, I don't, I don't, would, could never see myself, but I also could never see myself really owning a mouse either. Apparently they smell. Yeah, no, they do. Rats my cousins kind of had, yeah, My cousins yeah. had rats, and they do smell, and it's not really their fault. They're just... They're rats. They're rats. Yeah. That's the way they've been... We can't stop it now after millions of years of them If we didn't stop surviving. it after the plague, yeah. and we went, you guys can continue being rats, yeah. then we're never going to stop it, let's be quite clear. Exactly right. Um, unfortunately for Mia, though, her rat has run away. This happened about a month ago. It's gone for a run, rat run. It's gone for a rat run. It's a rat, it's, run. It's a rat race, and it's gone. It's completely yeah. a taken rat off. Run away. <laughs> it's oh, a, my God. I'm going to stop. It's a lot. But yes, she has unfortunately had a rat run away, mm-hmm. um, and she was very, very sad. But also was left with a weird predicament of like, now I've got a bunch of rat stuff, like yeah. rat food, rat enclosures, mm-hmm. rat toys. If um, it's any consolation to her, there are rats around. Yeah. I don't know. No, no. And she's very much aware of that because the way she's dealt with this problem, as I said, she lives on a farm and there are rats around. A rat just walked into her house one day, like last week, and she went, all right, 
It's not my rat. Doesn't look anything like my rat. But a rat for a rat. You're my new rat. You're my new rat. It's a rat napping. <laughs> She's rat nap. I don't think, rat. Yeah, I think. I don't know if you can rat nap a rat because I think rat uh, rats are essentially intruding. Well, she, that's it. She said it came into her house, but. She was like, but it also probably wanted to leave. Yeah, and exactly. Right. Like, I'm going to go into this house and never come out. It has sort of been put in rat prison because yeah. now it's in enclosures and stuff. And she's training it up, and she's like, it's oh, great. For she, she's like, she's training so it up. She's like, this, she's, 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 he's so smart. It, again, he doesn't look anything like my old rat. So that's what the, I was like. How do you know it's not your old rat? Yeah. She's like, well, my old rat was brown and white, and this rat's black. Yeah, so right. It's a different rat. Unless it's gone through tar at some yeah. point or black paint, I'm guessing it's a different rat. But wow. I just, it's funny to me. I don't think you could. Probably do with this with any animal bigger than a rat. Yeah, no, where you lose, like you can't lose a cat and then find a cat and go, well, I got a new cat. But someone else's cat. Exactly yeah. right. A mouse, I think you could do. Wow, a snake maybe even a seven thousand dollar purebred Siberian husky. And now yeah. another one's just walked in. Oh my That's goodness, not anybody's. Yeah. That's not something I have to worry about later. Yeah. <laughs> now, Ned, um, we're talking about stage two of the light rail. It is getting built. Um, the great news is uh, the funding came through in the budget. Everyone's very excited. It is very exciting. Um, but we've got some other news this morning from the world of trains. <laughs> and actually the home of Thomas over in England. Um, yeah. And I have seen something that can only be described as one of the more ironic stories that's going on at the moment. Now, they're having a little bit of trouble over there with massive train delays. So yeah. there's lots of problems going on with their train network. I'm guessing it's probably got a bit to do with what everything else has a bit to do with, with staffing shortages due to COVID. Yeah. All things like that. But um, what's happened is there are two mayors, the mayor of Liverpool and the mayor of Greater Manchester, and they've decided to get a bit of a cash injection for their train network, which has my favourite name for a train network ever, the Transpanini Express. That's very good. That's absolutely not how you say it, by the way. Yeah. But it's look at the word Panini and tell me that's not Panini. Yeah. It's <laughs> pen, Penine, perhaps, perhaps. But yeah. I want to say Panini yeah. uh, Express. And they've basically gone to do this press conference. They were going to arrive on the train to the waiting media and do answer some questions. It's a good look. It's a good look to turn up on the trains being like, all right, let's talk about trains. We got here on the trains. Everyone should be using. Him. Except for the fact that their train was cancelled. So the train to the press conference about yeah. all of the delays and cancellations on the trains was cancelled. I mean, really drives on your point. Yeah, Unfortunately, really the does. people yeah. who are in charge, mm-hmm. well, I don't know if they're in charge, but the people who could do something about it, that's mm-hmm. not the people you want. No, no. It drives on the point in the worst way because yeah. they kind of, I don't... They kind of, I guess, look responsible for the trains. Yeah. They're the mayors of these towns. So it's yeah. like it falls under their jurisdiction. And yeah. it's like how you guys can't even get the train organized this for yourself. This is what we're talking for about. Yeah. This is what we're talking about. Yeah. It's good to know they're like men of the people, though. You know, like that's that's the whole thing. It's like they're going through the same experiences as their constituents. That probably makes people feel good. It gives them a taste of what everyone else, yeah, like you said, it's like a taste of every, what everyone else is going through. So they can at least go, like, yeah, look, guys, we very much get it now. The, I, I, the reason I know this in my bones, that that's how a lot of people would be feeling is because you and I have the most bizarrely specific example of this story. We were delayed when we went to America in New Orleans, in the airport in New Orleans. Yeah. We were delayed uh, and we had to switch flights. We had to pay for a new flight in order to get where we were going on time. And this isn't a joke, by the way. Then the person who got on the plane with us was a, the Secret Service did like a sweep of the plane and then the Transport Secretary for the United States, Pete yeah. Buttigieg, got on the plane with us. Yeah. And I was like, well, at least he's caught up in this as well. Yeah. I'm like, I know this is against every protocol you have, but could I sit up the front with him yeah, and I just, just have a couple of words? Because well, I'm not stoked. He's in charge of planes, trains, automobiles. Yeah. He's been caught up in this as well. That's good news. <laughs> That's good news. <laughs>
Halloween, a lot of parties going on this weekend. I think everyone will be trick-or-treating on Monday, which I'm very much looking forward yes. to. It's going to be mm-hmm. great. I love seeing all the costumes and stuff around my neighbourhood. I'll be hosting some candies. Halloween trivia at PJ's yeah. in the city. I don't know what that means yet. Um, it's just trivia, but Halloween. Well, yeah, I will it be, be Halloween, Halloween. T- like themed trivia. I think it's just going to be Halloween and we're doing trivia. I think that's a better <laughs> option because I don't know if there is a full... You can't do four full no. rounds of Halloween trivia questions. But... um. The uh, RSPCA in Britain are saying, look, if you are going, if you do have pets, just be mindful because it can be quite a stressful time. People are knocking on the door. Yeah. People are dressed very scarily. A lot of stuff to be keep in mind. So just do but, keep that in mind when you have pets. Also, if you have a pet costume and it looks like your pet is actively bursting out of it, don't prevent your your dog from breathing yep. or your cat from breathing. Yeah, good call. If it has, if it looks too small, just don't put it on. Yeah, good call. I agree with all of that. I think it's a very, very good message and I think it's something to be keep in mind um, over the weekend and on Monday. They go on to use another word that I don't think can be ever applied to dogs. Which is? Dogs also may find this demeaning. Mm. Do they? No. Yeah. And I can't speak to dogs. Yeah. I haven't been hiding a Dr. Doolittle secret this whole time. Yeah, no. But no, they don't. I, I've seen, you dogs, know why? Dogs don't feel pity for themselves, do they? I've seen my dog lick every inch of himself. Yeah, okay, Except so, his back. Yep. So just his genitals. Yep. Uh, I've seen him eat poo. Okay. I've yep. seen him... Have you seen him eat his own vomit? I have not yeah. seen him eat his own vomit, but I have seen him vomit. He draws um, a line somewhere. He does. I just feel like because he's like, well, I'm not hungry. That's why this yeah. has happened. Yep. Mm-hmm. I've seen him um, not angle his body right when he's got to do a wee and just pee all over his front legs yep. and mm-hmm. then go... Oh, God. Oh, wee, yeah. yum. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen mm-hmm. him try to jump up a tree and fall flat on his back. Right. I've seen him get his head stuck in a fence. Yeah. I've seen him try to jump over a bin and then get scared of the noise that's been made by the bin. Mm-hmm. I've seen him pull out a squeaky part of the squeaky toy and then frighten himself. I've seen him wake himself up by farting yeah. and then being disgusted by that and then leaving and being like, ill. I've seen him eat stuff that's been on the ground for multiple days that I think he's forgotten about. I've seen him sneeze into his water and then drink that water. Yep. Oh, by the way, I've only had this dog for two months. So you think a Batman dog costume might be a bridge too far, I RSPCA? Think, <laughs> I don't think you can demean dogs. Yeah, I think they... Because d- they are, by their very nature, demeaned. They do it themselves. Yeah. They really do <laughs> take care of it themselves. <laughs> it's hit 104.7, R&B Friday. You got Ned and Josh. And right now, it is time for us to get into... It's Ned and Josh's job game. Sure is. You're exactly right. To get along to Oktoberfest, Queen Bee and the original and the best. It's happening October 29th and 30th. That's tomorrow and Sunday. If you get on the phone right now with a job, 131060 is the number to call. Josh and I will ask you a question each. We will try to gather as much information from you without giving away the answer to the other person. And then we'll have a guess each at what you do for a living. All right. 131060 was the number to call. We've got Levin on the line from Dixon. How are you? Good, yourself? Yeah, good, thank very you very well, much. Thank you, Levin. Now, let's go with this now. Ned, do you want to go first this morning or I'll shall I? I'll let you go first. Okay. Because I feel like you've been on a good roll with questions. Okay, Levin, as part of your yeah. job, do you sit in front of a computer regularly? No. Mm, very good. Very good. Levin, do you have to wear a uniform for your job? Um, No. No. You'd have to think about it, though, which is yeah, very interesting. 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 You're like a person who... I have a feeling. I actually have a feeling about well, this. That's all it takes in this game. It is. It really is. Levin, this morning, I've got a drum roll because I'm so convinced of my feeling. Are you a landscaper? Oh, very close. 
Oh, no. Well, don't tell us. Don't tell us. Ned's still got hope. Ned's still got hope. Oh, God, this is so much worse. Damn it. Because now I know it's close, but I'm like, what's close to a landscaper? I don't know why I got that vibe so strong so quickly. This is very interesting. Because a gardener would just be a different word for a landscaper. Yeah, you'd have to have given me. Yeah, you'd have to have given me. Doesn't usually wear a uniform. Mm, mm. That's the one that's got a stump you here, doesn't it? Yeah. Because it's like landscapers, I most of the time yeah, have to wear their business. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or at least work clothes, you know. Maybe Levin just likes digging holes. Yeah, maybe maybe he's a recreational gardener. <laughs> Has or nothing to do digger. with his job. Yeah. <laughs> grave a grave dig- digger. Yeah. At, at literally at Halloween time as well. Very interesting. Tis the season. Grim, but very interesting. <laughs> 11, 11, 11. I'm going to have to have a guess. Yeah. What's landscaper adjacent? I'm going to say... I hate this so much mm. because I hate how close I am, but <laughs> yeah. it's still... Because yeah. I'm go- I'm essentially going to piss away the best opportunity yeah. we've had this in is, potentially months. I'm sorry I've put I you in this I want to say position. roofer. Yeah. Like okay. someone who works on a roof, but I don't think that's close enough to a landscaper okay. for it to be the answer. Hmm. I'm going to just say you're a... An outdoor tradesman. I don't know if what is there. No, an- that's way too vague. <laughs> <laughs> Producer like Michaels it. immediately shook his head. Yeah. He's like, "No." I felt like that was very much over the line. I didn't think that was going to get one that one through. But if Levin had answered quick enough, we would have been fine. Um, you know what? I'll just go roofer because I'm Roof having up, a, pl- okay. a complete mental break. Levin, what do you do? I am a residential construction foreman. Okay. So foreman. Yeah, foreman. Okay. That, yeah. I feel like would have been bang on the nose yeah, if I said yeah. an outdoor tradesman. Yeah, well, was. But it also, a com- foreman. it also comes to about 380 jobs. Uh, so. uh, <laughs> no. I hate well, it when we get so oh, close. Very devastating. I do I do find myself confused as to how landscaper is incredibly close to that job. I feel like they're very different things, but that's fine. That's they're okay. both outside. We all Eleven, just, yeah. you know more than I do about it. But you're <laughs> also going to Oktoberfest Queen being the original and the best, October 29th and 30th, for free. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's awesome, boys. Thanks, mate. No, 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 no thank problems you, at all, Thank 11. you very much for playing along. What a, what a tense game of the job game this week. Honestly, I wish it was like that more often. Tension scene. Usually we're so much worse. Yeah, if this no. is your first time hearing it, don't tune in next time this week uh, and expect the same kind don't of thing. Go, don't go to work talking about that segment because everybody else has no, heard, heard it go, before. It's the worst thing they do. What are you talking about? <laughs> Shaggy, hit 104.7. You got Ned and Josh for your Friday morning. You said that like you, Shaggy. Shaggy. I mean, and that is the song to do it said to. It like Shaggy. I was, said it like I was yeah. Velma. You Shaggy. Said, you said it like you were his girlfriend. That he's like, oh, it wasn't me. It was someone else. I swear. Shaggy. Shaggy. Come on. Okay. We're all disappointed in you, Shag. Move forward. Um, Let me just quickly do something. <clears throat> okay. All right. Shall I start a different conversation. No, I don't know. Okay. I'm just going to do a quick bit of Googling. Uh, okay, yep. Uh, right now in Fiji, it is 28 degrees, um, and that is very, very nice. nice. Heading for a top How's of 30 the humidity, today. Though? Very humid by the looks of things. Yeah, um, I mean, 70, it's half of the course. 72% humidity. Yeah. Um, but it's also currently where Chief Minister Andrew Barr is. Um, mm. Or it might also not be where he is, and he might be in New Zealand by now, because he is on a four-day trade mission to Fiji and New Zealand yeah. with the hopes of getting direct flights between Canberra uh, and Fiji and Canberra and New Zealand. Uh, yeah, look, I love the idea of flying directly from here and not having to go straight, through straight Sydney to or Melbourne oh. or whatever. That would be rad, but mm-hmm. um, must be nice. Oh, this is what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> I love Andrew Barr, and uh, certainly trade missions are a thing. But how is this not the absolute best part of his job? Yeah. How is this not the greatest? How is this not 
it, we better get some fights out of this. Well, be- at yeah. the end of this, there better be some fights. If he does come back and he's like, ah, just didn't work. Sorry, guys. Just couldn't get Beautiful the fights off the Beautiful part ground. of the world, yeah, though. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> be like, if you no, can no. get to it, yeah. very much do, but uh, sorry. It's honestly, after this, after this trade mission, I could say, look, the flights aren't happening. Yeah. Definitely worth the connecting flight, though. This uh, this reeks <laughs> to me of like when I would say to my dad, he'd be like, all right, I'm going to the shops. Does anyone need anything? Which yeah. was a rhetorical question because he, he didn't care. And I'd be like, can we get Doritos? And he's like, all right, mate, I'll have a look. Yeah. And then he'd come back from the shops and go, yeah. mm-hmm. ah, mate, ah, couldn't find them. But really? The big red bags that yeah. are in the chip aisle that are, have the huge logo Doritos on them. You couldn't find them. He's meeting, Doesn't seem like you tried that hard. He's meeting with the head of Fiji Airways. Also meeting with the uh, with people from Air New Zealand. Um, yeah, what does Zoom not work? Or what are we... Mm, we very much yeah, abided by Zoom going, for the last few years. What's going on here? Yeah. This is, next time they do a trade mission, I want to go. Or someone, just a random person should go and be like, this place is incredible, I love it. And then how is that not inspiring to be like more feed the, the Fiji trade minister or whatever yeah. or transfer minister or whatever? He just goes like... I like this guy's attitude. Yep. Let's yeah, have good. more people like this I, here. I actually would originally, I, th- I want to see how much we can get these trade missions to how little meetings need to be held. Yeah. It's like, I'll get off the plane, get on the plane, and me doing that will show Canberrans how tourism works. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, been, I've led by example. <laughs> that was the Ned and Josh, Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. If you or someone in your family has been injured at work, visit meja.com.au. Hit 104.7.